Welcome to the Malt Whiskey Trail Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for joining. The Malt Whiskey Trail Podcast is produced every fortnight and is best enjoyed, responsibly of course, with a dram, the traditional measure of scotch. Our show notes can be found at www.maltwhiskeytrail.com, where you can also plan your trip to the world's only malt whiskey trail. Now, let's get into the show. Slanjava with... This week on the Malt Whiskey Trail podcast, I'll be speaking with Grant and Scott Hutchison from popular Scottish indie rock band Frightened Rabbit about the long-standing cross-influence between whiskey and music. Now, let's hear from Scott and Grant. So I'm here today with Scott and Grant Hutchison from Frightened Rabbit. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for joining me today. Why don't you start off by telling us just a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, I am Scott. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to determine which one of us is speaking. Actually, I think, but uh, yeah. Well, I put should I put on a silly voice? No, it's just I think I'll be I'm funnier. So, okay. So. okay. <laughs> I'm I'll Scott. Be more informative. I'm Grant. Uh, uh, he plays the drums and I sing in Freight and Rabbit. So I believe you both were recently up in Malt Whiskey Country. What can you tell us about your travel up there and what you did while you were in the area? We uh, travelled from Glasgow up to the Craig Elke Hotel, um, and yeah, I think I think probably quite quickly started on the made the most of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's like you can't really get away from it. Whiskey up there, you know. Um, Even just driving in, you know, you're passing every sort of ten or twenty miles, you're passing a distillery, and it really kind of sets the tone for how your weekend is going to be. Um, and sure enough, it did. It was just um, beautiful hotel with an incredible whiskey selection as well, um, but just a lovely pub and restaurant. Um, and so it all it kind of started there. Uh, kid in the candy shop, really, in terms <laughs> of the, the Quake bar. Yeah. Well, that that weekend we also were lucky enough to visit Balvenie Distillery, which is essentially our. You know, it's like I kind of described it as like uh, sort of like going to see your favourite band or something, because we're kind of nerdy about it, and it is our absolute favourite from you know the twelve-year-old all the way up. It's just across the board, just so beautiful and wonderful to see a whiskey that is so locally inspired and locally sourced and true to its roots. So it was a it was an amazing amazing time we had it there. I believe you also played a gig in Elgin at the Druthy Cobbler, is that right? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as part of um, my friend's Noiriki evening, uh, I did I did a few songs at that. Um, yeah, it was, it was actually a lovely wee space up there as well that they've got. Um, a nice wee sort of function room above the bar and... Uh, and I'm sure I'm pretty sure there were more whiskies that evening as well. <laughs> um, it's definitely a theme up there. So when we spoke before, I believe you mentioned visiting Glenfiddich. What did you think of your visit there? When I was up there for the show, we had um, yeah the pleasure of having a lunch in the Glenfiddich restaurant and and just sort of touring the grounds there. In spite of what you may think of a um, touring rock band. Luxury doesn't really come into it that often, so it's really nice to have 
a lovely meal and some lovely, lovely drinks at um, Linfinity. They've done an amazing job on that restaurant, so uh, that was really nice to see. And also to sort of gawp at the 75 grand bottles that they've got in their shop. So I'm curious to hear from you guys. Um, as musicians, what do you think about the history of whiskey as an inspiration of music? It's it's a it's, it's an old one. It's has been going on for centuries, probably you know, uh, and back to traditional folk music and Kayleys. That's what it it really sort of conjures up the image for me of people getting together, dancing and playing and passing instruments around and passing bottle passing a bottle around and um, you know um, and 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 that I think when you're up in Speyside, just around the countryside and seeing all these little distilleries dotted around and again like you were saying about the romance about it it's a very romantic picture I have in my head of, of the, the relationship between whiskey and, and music and, and rather than being an aggressive thing that, that some people have this view of yeah. I think it's not it's, it's, it brings people together and uh, I mean it makes me dance So just going back a bit um, essentially Pedestrian Verse was whiskey inspired Well I had for our fourth album, I did this thing. Are you aware of this? Where I, on for every vocal take that I did um, on pedestrian verse, didn't matter if it was happening at eleven in the morning or eleven at night, I would I would have a a, a nip of whiskey. In order, I thought it would change the. I was like, I want this to be really Scottish. I think it was our most successful album to date. So yeah, maybe it does work. I didn't do it again on this last one. So, if you were to pair a whiskey with one of your songs, what whiskeys immediately spring to your mind? Uh, I, I, I'll go with Old Old Fashioned, and I'll pair that with the, the Ben Romach Organic 10, I think it was a 10 year old, that um, I got on tour a few years ago when we did a Highlands and Islands tour. Well, I've, I've never seen an organic whiskey before, I don't know if many distilleries do that or why why you know um it, i was drawn to it but it just it, it it was superb and it tasted beautiful and kind of maybe this is just the marketing but it tasted very you know pure so have you visited ben romick before then we have visited ben romick yet uh yeah you were saying we did that on the on that very tour well because we played in yeah coming back to me now, I think. Yeah. Um, we played in Forest. Forest, yeah. Um, and, and I think it, was, it must have been on that, that day or around that day we visited there. And, had a, yeah, and everyone left with a bottle. Um, and I don't think any of the bottles lasted long. It's maybe not even to the end of the tour, to be honest. Possibly not. Yeah. Uh, so that would be, be my pairing. Old Old Fashioned and Ben Romick. Yeah. I would put Scottish winds in there, um, paired with probably my sort of uh, kind of house whiskey, if you like, would be just a Balvenie Doublewood, twelve-year-old, um, and I think that's when I sort of really get started getting into that. Wrote that song down in the borders, actually, which doesn't relate to Speyside particularly, but um, uh, I wrote it on a bus, and it does have a line about turning all of your worries somehow through rain into a dram and then drinking. I think that I think that's what 
you can see a, a whiskey kind of holds a lot more information than a lot than a lot of other drinks. I kind of related that to you can put everything that's um, troubling you into this glass and then drink it. Well, there are a lot of songs that are about heartbreak or or maybe getting into a fight. I mean, there's so many. Um, like just as an example, my my husband and my father-in-law. One of their favorite songs is listening to Whiskey Lullaby, which is really such a sad song, but as you mentioned, the whiskey itself like holds relatable information. Well, what I guess I'm trying to say is that it can be used in many ways. Like you guys have used it in an upbeat way with old fashioned. <laughs> I feel like whiskey's a lot a lot of people, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, it can be your sort of consoling friend. You know, where you're like, where you, 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 you go to... That's what I meant, you put all your trouble in the exactly, glass. Exactly, you, you know, and, and, that's, and, and it, can, it can put a big arm around you, you know, uh, in a nice way, or it can go, nah, come <laughs> on, you know, yeah. um, give you uh, a bit more... Um, fire in the belly. Fire in the belly, yeah. Um, but, but that's, I, you know, like to think of it as, as something that you would, you know... Can, can can help you along, um, and uh, you know, not so much of drinking alone. You know, <laughs> definitely better with with other people. But um, you know, when when people talk about raising a dram, that's a very positive thing. So you guys tour a lot. You're well. You're known for touring a lot. Always in your tour bus and getting lots of sleep. Um, what whiskies do you tend to request while you are touring? So we we, we request a single malt um, whiskey, and we have a sort of a few names there. Just it's not everywhere you're gonna get exactly what you want. So we'll have uh, above any double would be in uh, the the most preferred, but there's also. We often get Glenlivet. Glenlivet, quite often, often. Glenfiddich as well. Yeah, all, all the time. The, uh, and a lot Glen, in the US. And Glenmurray. Yeah. There's just not just five band members, there's a whole crew as well. And we're all into it. So it's sort of a... And again, it's, 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 it's a, you know, after a show, you just... It's just nice to, just, just to, you know, bring yourself back down from the high with, with a little dram in, in, in the dressing room or on, or on the bus and... Uh, well, I probably about. as well shouldn't say this, but it is sort of vocally medicinal. <laughs> so that was another reason why I took. I was drinking just a little bit before I sang, and and, and I, I pretty much always have one we just have before the show. Throughout the show, do we? I swear, it's taken me from having no voice to being able to sing again, and it's and and actually like, I've had a doctor recommend a hot toddy to me before, you know. If I'm struggling vocally, because you know, five six weeks on the road, it starts to wear it down. Um, but you know, it's like a natural antiseptic, and uh, it warms the vocal cords. Uh, I'm sure there are much more holistic and healthy um, solutions, but I've not found one that's nearly as effective. I remember a show in Chicago, even our live agent at the time who was talking to me beforehand, because we'd done two shows that day. We'd played Pitchfork Festival and then an evening show, and I was already pretty rough for the festival. 
and by the evening I was like, this show's not going to go ahead, and I did, I had, like, I don't remember what the whiskey was, it was a single malt, I'm pretty sure, and I had a bit of it, not an excessive amount, actually adding quite a bit of water is a good idea, and uh, I was saved, it was a miracle, and I'm not just saying that for this, for the purpose of this, I, I remember that really specifically, like, oh my goodness, I've actually got it back. Um, so I, 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 yeah, it's quite a, it is quite a ritualistic thing for us on tour, um, and just if you know, if, again, if you have a good, if you have a good show, you share that with everyone. So what what's coming up next for you guys? I mean, you you've done a few tours and festivals this year. What's coming up for the rest of twenty seventeen? Um, well, we have a, just one last tour left. Um, in the US, t two and a half weeks. Yeah. With with a uh, band called Broken Social Scene. Uh, we're gonna release an EP before that as well, or or around that around time. Around that time. So some new music. Three new tracks on there. Um, there's a, there's a a song on there with um, an artist called Julian Baker from the US who we toured with earlier this year, end of last year. Last year, yeah. Uh, that we all, uh, we love her, I think she's fantastic, so it's good to, to get the chance to do that. Um, and then just a show at Paisley Abbey with the uh, Scottish Symphony Orchestra. And then back to the start of the cycle and write a new album. Write a new album. Uh, at the end of the year and start of next year. Um, so, so yeah, and at the start of next year we've got, so it's 10 years since next year since we released our second record, oh, yeah. which is ridiculous. Um, so we've got some things planned for that as well. Well, thanks for joining me guys. It's been an absolute pleasure and uh, we look forward to your upcoming releases. Come back often and feel free to leave a review and add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at The MWT, Instagram and Facebook at The Malt Whiskey Trail for latest news, offers, and some exciting promotions. All links are in the show notes.